Yo, welcome to another edition of the Speaker Giga Podcast. I'm your host, Steve O. Steve, and I'm here with my partners. And we all sitting at Tiny Desk today. G and Tommy T. Yo, today's episode, we finna have some fun because we are focusing on February. Well, not just February, but February is a big, big part of this. But the Tiny Desk Concerts from uh, NPR. If you don't know what those are, go to YouTube, type them in. You're missing some incredible, incredible little concerts that we definitely, definitely enjoy uh, between the three of us. So today we're going to be talking about, um, definitely going to be talking about the month of February and what they had going on for appreciation for the Black History Month. And also we're going to be talking about some of our favorite moments from Tiny Desk as well. So get ready. Let's enjoy as well as bringing you um, our favorites, y'all favorites. Uh, the news by Tommy T and <laughs> what's in your speakers by G. So without further ado, please, 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 please hit that subscription button. If you find us on YouTube under the Speaker Geekers podcast page, as well as hitting the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform so that you can get Anything, anything we are putting out. So without further ado, if I haven't asked y'all to subscribe enough, let's get this thing rolling, man. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? What's happening? Yeah, I'm doing good. Doing good. Good weeks for everybody? Yeah. Yeah, man. Good, good, good. Yeah. 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 I, like I that. can't complain. February uh-huh. was a good month. Okay. Uh, birthday uh-huh. month. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the booty club, so <laughs> you Two and your bury him in the booty club <laughs> on his birthday. So I'm just saying. No, nah, I didn't go. <laughs> didn't go. <laughs> didn't make it this time. Didn't make it this time. <laughs> Maybe next time. Missed out. <laughs> you know, hey, you don't want none of that. That's it, we ain't not clear yet. No, no, hell no, no, not at all. <laughs> I'm scared nah. to go in there. Like, ooh. I don't so, want nothing to do with that shit, bro. Yeah. I ain't even I didn't even want nothing to do with it when it wasn't COVID. Yeah, I damn sure don't want nothing to do with it. Nah. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't really my cup of tea, but you know, it's not. to each his own. Yeah. I've been a few times, but each time it got progressively less interesting. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, this was nice, I guess. This this was fun <laughs> while it lasted. Uh, yeah. Rather go do something else. I don't, I don't know why, but it ain't, I mean, it's cool when I go with a group of folk, but I'm just not making it out my way to go to the booty club. Yeah. Hell no. Uh, but, you know, I'm with the homies. It's a good time. Hey, let's go to the booty club. I ain't going to object. I'm like, all right, yeah. let's go. <laughs> uh, I've always been a drinker, not a tipper, so I just be in there drinking until I see something fantastic. I probably tipped in. Um <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I will tell y'all this story real quick, but I don't know if we got enough time. <laughs> save it, man. Just save it. Save that for another day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, man. gee, what All you right. got for us? Oh, let's get on into it, man. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get into what's been in your speakers this week. Uh, this week for me, um, I didn't really get to check out a lot of music, so I just checked out a bunch of old music for myself, honestly. Um, I went back through 
I had to go back through like the acronym music catalog because I had to upload some stuff to like a drive. And so like as I was doing back down memory lane, just kind of like, oh, okay, I remember we did this. I remember we did this. And um, I think we got like, how many we got? We got like 13, 14 projects, you know? Yeah. It's like a bunch of those. <laughs> so I was just going and going and going. We got like hundreds of songs at this point. Because we've been doing it for like 10 plus years. But um, <clears throat> anyways, that's pretty much all I did as far as music is concerned this week. Um, like I got a chance to get back to work and stuff, but my commute to work, as I've said before, is like five to 10 <laughs> minutes. So it's not long enough to really get into no music and really enjoy it. You might hear a song here or there, but that's pretty much it. And also I've been listening to... um on Sirius XM Radio. Um, mm. I've been listening to Netflix is a joke radio, <laughs> which is hilarious, honestly, because it kind of introduces you to a bunch of comics who have specials on Netflix that you may not have wanted to check out, but then you hear like this little funny bit from them because they'll play like a little clip. Yeah. And then you be like, I might have to check this nigga out or I might have to check <laughs> this person out. And you go and look at their stand-up. So it's a great marketing tool for those comics out there. That's um, what's up who are at least on that level. Um, it's a great marketing tool for them because I've definitely checked out a couple people since listening to Netflix as a joke radio. Um, gotcha. But that's pretty much it, man. What you been on this week, Steve? Yo, so this week's been interesting for me. Um, going off of last week's, uh, last week's episode, as far as, you know, the uh, greatest rappers alive since 1979. I like the way that flows. It's just, yeah. it's nice. Um, <laughs> Going off of that, you know, we had the whole thing about Q-Tip. We was all kind of caught off guard. So I went and listened to Q-Tip. Um, I really listened to the Low End Theory uh, album, which is really Tribe Called Quest uh, album. And I see why. I see why. Because the way he was rapping then is it was probably ahead of his time. Well, actually, it was just kind of listening the way he was going. Because I was listening to it now and I was like, dang. This still like not only does it still goes, I mean it's trial called quest, but at the same time, I just kind of purposely listening to his flow and his lyrics. I was like, some of this stuff is still people still using it today. So I get it. I get it. But I'm gonna tell you this part. When reading that, I know they specifically said something about low end theory, which low end theory is technically a trial called quest album. So therefore, it had me thinking like Tommy T. Why couldn't Andre 3000 be put on this list? Mm -hmm. Simply because if you're going, you know, single out, you know, kind of that group, uh, that group dynamic, single out the one person from that, then why can't we get Andre? The only way, the only reason why I can guess not is because uh, Q-Tip did eventually put out like, um, like probably like three albums later on in life. But nevertheless, I kind of do wonder why Andre's not on there. Andre did uh, put out a solo album though. Well, Love Below, I guess. Yeah. I guess we count that, so to speak. Uh, and really it is. Uh, the Love Below is definitely a uh, solo album. But nevertheless, why couldn't Andre be on there? So, Niggas um, be hating, bro. Niggas be hating. <laughs> Y'all ain't got respect for the South? Man. The South got something to say. <laughs> yeah. uh, then from there, man, I hopped on some Red Man. Yo, Red Man was hard. Uh, and still is to this day. I think he's highly underrated. 
uh, in my opinion. But well, Redman was definitely hard. He was always a favorite of mine, but I was a big Method Man fan, so I kind of uh, I kind of lean towards Method Man more than Red. But going back now, listening to a lot of Red Man stuff, uh, I, I definitely did enjoy it. Um, go back and listen to that Reggie album. That's what I was listening to. And then just kind of go through, listen to him. Red Man can spit, period. That's, that's just that. Um, from there, man, I finally got through the Harry Fraud and Jim Jones Fraud Department. We talked about that before. Go check mm-hmm. it out. Uh, and 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 I know we're gonna get to it a little later, but as far as in the in the in the in the celebration of the tiny desk, I had to go listen to some Rick Ross, Teflon Dunn, uh, and I have my opinions on the tiny disc a little later of why yeah. I had to go listening to listen to Teflon Dunn, and I'll tell you more about that later. Uh, from there, I was um man, I was on I was back on some bankroll fresh life of a hot boy. Then from there, I jumped on Duke Deuce. New album, Duke Nukem. <laughs> I love the album cover. I love the name. Yo, I like Duke. I like Duke just for him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he, oh, he brings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He 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 just brings that 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 funness to him. So hey, look here. You know, QC, you know, Gucci and his camp, you know, they all cool. So, you know, if we can get a, a Duke Deuce, uh Pooh Shiesty, uh money. Well, money bag ain't really over there. Uh, Young Dolph and Shooter. Hey, well, I don't know if we can get a money bag. Hmm. Well, if we can at least get them three. Mm-hmm. Put, uh, Fujiano on that hoe, too. Yeah, yeah let's throw <laughs> Fujiano in the mix. Hey, I would thoroughly enjoy that. All right. And plus, him and Fujiano do got a record called Spin. Y'all go check that out. Please be careful if you notice that they're doing this thing called the Spin Challenge. Please be careful in your cars doing the Spin Challenge. All right. So, from there, man, I was on some Project Pat. Yo, I'm just out here testing out my 15-inch sub that I love. <laughs> uh, it don't hit like a 12, but it's okay. Um, and, of course, man, my favorite song off of there. Uh, we about to rumble in this hoe. Look here. You, you want to test out your bang, you play that. All right? It's a whole different feel. Uh, from there, I got on that Currency Collection Agency. Look at here. Check that one out. I don't have a specific track because I want y'all to go through and pick out your own. I enjoy Spitter, period. Dude is just, he, he's an incredible, uh, incredible lyricist. So just go check out Collection Agency and just vibe out and enjoy it. Um, from there, uh, Scotty ATL put out something and I'm a big fan of Scotty ATL. Uh-huh. I gotta put him in the same category as a Starlito or Don Trip. We're more of Starlito. Uh, but yo, trapping gold. And it's been a minute since Scotty put out something, so I was kind of geeked about this. Uh so go on enjoy that. It's plenty on there to enjoy. It, he's definitely coming with it, mixing those hard beats with with uh yeah. definitely his lyricism. So check that Scotty out. Scotty cool, man. Scotty cool. Absolutely, I met him man. once at a show. Yeah, I were? Yeah, I met that man at a show and uh Afterwards, they might follow me back on Instagram. I was like, "That's what's up." <laughs> That's cool, man. I know Scott, Scotty do gold team now. We gotta get him on the show. Yeah, I need Maybe. some tea. I need some gold tea. I'm in. Man, give me some bottoms. I used to have. Man, I need some I used to have too. 12. Man. I ain't never had any. Yeah, twelve. I have, I have. I've had two sets of gold tea. I had. Uh, <laughs> I had six at first, and then I got rid of those, and I got. I came back with twelve, so I had twelve at top and bottom. Um. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
they were open face, but the fangs was uh solid. Mm-hmm. So with the diamond cuts. Uh yeah. I miss my grill. Yeah. Um that was back in another lifetime. I guess you'll see you next lifetime. Uh, from now, uh, man, I got on my Jeezy tip, dog. I, I just had to hit some motivational. So I jumped on Trap or Die. Let's get it. The motivation one-on-one uh, for sure. So, and, and I done talked about that plenty of times. So y'all kind of know where I'm going with that. Uh, still can say every single word to to Trap or Die. It's it just, it's amazing. That mixtape changed everything. Uh, from there, the last thing I jumped on it too. Oh no, I'm talking about the mixtape. <laughs> I was gonna say, you know the uh, the intro. <laughs> yeah, I actually do. <laughs> uh, from there, I uh, finished out my week because I, I really just got home and I really just finished it out listening to Three Six Mafia. The end. Look here, uh, I really remember why I listened to that album so much, and it was a song that wasn't even a song. Is the reason why I listened to it so much. <laughs> which yeah. was the end, which was just the beat that was there that was just fantastic. And then everything else that was on it, like uh Where's the Bud and uh and uh Late Night Tip, of course. So mm-hmm. yeah. That rounds that rounds me out, man. That rounds me out. Man, it's solid as usual. Um Tommy, what you got, man? What you been listening to this man, week? Man, this week has been fun for me, man. Like I've I've been really trying to just Go different a little bit. So tell us um, about this difference. I was I was a little bit of everywhere, man. Um, let's see where did I where did I start? So okay, so I checked out a tribe called Quest from from like last week's episode. Oh, yeah. um, the low end theory. I made it to song one, and then I was like, Mm-mm, "It ain't for me." So I'm gonna give it another go. <laughs> But I, I just, I still don't understand it. Like with Q-Tip, I just didn't like the style right then. You know what I'm saying? I never really like Breathing Stop is the only Q-Tip song that I think I liked. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But um, from there, I went to the Migos. Like I went down a rabbit hole with them, man. I don't even know how I got there, but it was like Young Rich Nation, Back to the Bando, Culture, Culture 2. Waiting on Culture 3 to come out. It's supposed to come out sometime this year, I think. Um, a few of their mixtapes I was listening to. Um, listen to Currency, um, Collection Agency. That's dope. Um, Donnell Jones came out with a, a album called 100% Free. So I checked that out. It was okay. Um, I still Daniel like his... Jones. Yeah, I like his older music. Yeah. Um, let's see, who else? Go Crazy. Um, it was a remix featuring, uh, I think, Young Thug, Mulatto, Future, Lil Durk. Um, it's Chris Brown's song. Um, what else we got? Erica Badu, Baduism, and uh, Mama's Gun. Yeah. yeah. Um, Super classic. Right, right. Uh, Lloyd, Life of a Menace. That's a new album. Check that one out. Let's see what else we got. Uh, Young Dolph, Rich Slave. Check that one out. I like Dolph, man. <laughs> like I listened to Rich Slave and then I checked out Bulletproof again. Uh-huh. Bulletproof was dope. Rich Slave was dope too, but I like Bulletproof. Um, it's hard not to like Dolph. Man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Kelly Rowland came out with an album called K. Mm-hmm. I briefly checked that out. I need to go back and listen to it. Well, I guess it's 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 six songs. So, you know, I don't know if they call them albums or EPs, but she came out with some new music, so I checked that out. And uh, to round it out, man, it was Pusha T, Daytona. Had to go mm-hmm. back and listen to that. It was like, yeah, he came with it. <laughs> Daytona no, was did. hard, man. Daytona was hard, bro. <laughs> Daytona was tough, man, so... Um, the games oh, we played just so hard. Right, right, right. And uh, Raekwon, I'll check that out too. Like hmm. uh, only built for Cuban Cuban links or something like that. Mm-hmm. We got to talk about uh, Raekwon and Ghostface Killer one day. Right. Um, I'm now that I'm going back through that part. Jay Z went to listen to him this week. Like just went through his uh his whole discography and uh Kevin Gates new album all of the generals part two I made it I think I made it halfway through it and I was like I don't want to listen to this dude no more <laughs> I don't think Why it's nothing it? I don't I don't know it's it's like uh I like him but it's like man his music just sounds the same huh. it's kind of like um my thoughts of uh, what's her name? Janae Iko and her last album. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it sounded like he just made one long song. It, it was dope. But it's like, after a while, you like, damn, is this the same song he just made? You know, yeah. so. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go back and give it another go. But, you know, that's, uh, that's all I had this week, man. Hey, it's still solid, man. You yeah. made a solid list just like Steve, man. Y'all was right there neck and neck today. <laughs> Steve always got me beat, though, with his music, man. I'll be like, damn. This is might be getting to drive. Right, right, right. Yeah. i just yeah. be in here trying to listen to music, and then I consciously think, like, dang, my daughter is here, man. I need to cut this off. <laughs> I mean, the driving off is, is late after everyone's gone to bed. And I'm still up. Uh, either, yeah. Either I can't sleep. Or I'm just doing some stuff. Yeah. I got a. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to expand a little bit more and just listen to a lot more music um, mm-hmm. and stuff. It's hard though, like especially when it's stuff that, like the Q-tip, uh, the low end theory. Trying to check that album out. It's so hard for me to like listen to them because. I already didn't like his style. You know what I'm saying? When you say his style, are you talking about not, the way that he raps? Yeah, I get, I don't know. I don't know what it is that I don't like. It's just, I think it's the beats more than anything. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm trying to get past that and just listen to the song. And uh, it's just hard for me to do that, man. Like, you know, coming into it, like not liking it. I already like, uh, Another example is uh Red Man. I think he's dope as a as a rapper, but I just don't like listening to him. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's just like nothing against his talent. It's just I think he can pick better songs. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's a whole class of rappers that that applies to. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot of people that like Entertainment value is not the first thing that they think about. Yeah, yeah. They, at least not 
musically. Like right. it's like the beat itself don't have to be that entertaining because I'm trying to entertain you with these words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I always blame it on me being Southern and, and wanting to hear a big beat and, you know, a nice little bass line and stuff like that. But no, nah, man, it's just sometimes no, it's, the it's songs just because you're Southern. Bad. That's it. What'd you say, Steve? No, it's just because you're Southern. That's it. That's it. Because <laughs> the first thing you said was the beats. I mean, that, yeah. don't, that don't mean the song itself in a whole is bad. Right, right, right. If, if the beat ain't catching you, I mean, and, and it's been said before by plenty of, you know what I'm saying, folks from the South, artists, and and even, you know, everybody kind of understands, like, we looking for the beat first, and then we want to hear what you got to say. Yeah, so, man. you know what I'm saying, in other areas, is totally opposite. We want to hear what you got to say, and if the beat can complement, then cool. Uh, we yeah. want to hear the story. So it just depends on where you're from yeah. and how you preface it. Um, it just so happened we're here from the South. I just, I, I ended up, I think I ended up, uh, as I continue to listen to more and more music and as I understand what, you know what I'm saying, other um, regions of the world is, is are looking for, then when I listened to that artist, then I looked for that and then I understood completely. I was like, okay, I get it. I get uh-huh. it. Uh, so it's certain, you know, it just depends. It's a certain, you know, hey, you listen to it for, to for if you're listening to it for the words and you let the beat mm-hmm. just complement that, then it's a total mind shift from, hey, I'm listening to the beat and then I want the words to complement the beat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. I yeah. agree 100%, man. That's why I had brought up Raekwon and Ghostface. It's because, mm-hmm. like, you have to listen to them a different way. Mm-hmm. Because, like, even the way that they rhyme is different. It's not your typical um, end rhymes type of schemes and stuff like yeah. that. Like, they yeah. do a lot of internal rhyming, just uh, stream of consciousness rapping. Where it's mm-hmm. just like, they, it just sounds like they just talking. It don't even sound like they rapping. They just on there just saying words, yeah. just here and there. They don't really. <laughs> It is uh, what they call a non sequitur, I think yeah. is what they call it. Where it's like, it's just a bunch of shit that is like loosely affiliated. The way I could describe it best is if you've ever seen a show on a game show network called Chain Reaction, where mm-hmm. it'd be like a word and then the next word is connected to the word above mm-hmm. it, but not necessarily related. It's just like you can put them together. That's how I could best describe how I experience like their reps. Yeah. Sometimes you get that with currency. Currency do that a little bit too yeah. with the way that he raps. Sometimes it's like very loosely affiliated type of rhymes and stuff. And it took me a minute to kind of get past that with him. I was like, what is this nigga doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't understand it. It's not making sense to me. But after a while, like, it's, you start to see patterns in the shit. The mm-hmm. same way that you would see patterns in like an end rhyme on the four and on the two and shit like that. Yeah. And, uh, then you'd be like, oh, okay, okay, I got you. You niggas is doing this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yep, absolutely. See, for me, for for like me coming from the consumer side, it's, it's like I try I try to be open and, and even like us doing the podcast, I try to even be more open with music and different genres. But it's certain artists, man, I think, um, that just are terrible. But then there's certain artists that I think they're good, but their songs are bad. And then there's certain artists that I'm like, I just like them because they cadence. They cadence with the beat, like have no clue what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Like it's sometimes like Migos, 
I love the Migos, man. But sometimes I'll be like, I don't care what they say. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the cadence go with the beat, man. It's dope, you know? Yeah. But, uh, you know, but then sometimes you like, you look at somebody like, uh, what was uh, Fabulous last, uh, like it was a mixtape, Summertime something, I think. Mm-hmm. Like that thing was put together so nice, man. Like every track on there was nice, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, lyrically, he's he's top of his game. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's just different things like that, man. And I'm trying to be more open to it. So I'm definitely gonna give uh, the low end theory another another go, and uh, Kevin Gates another go, man. But I don't know, man. Y'all just keep y'all just Keep giving me different music to listen to, man. And I'll get away from Outcast one day, man. <laughs> Be like, all right, man, I'm gonna listen to more than just Outcast and Jay-Z. <laughs> and Big Crit. So um speaking of Jay-Z, man, actually, Jay-Z has been in the news quite a bit. Well, in my news quite quite a bit. A few weeks ago, he sold uh 50% of, uh, what's that, Ace of, Ace of Spade or yeah. something like that, the, yeah. the liquor, um, made some cash and still owns 50% of it. So I'm like, man, this dude here. Um, so Monday, yesterday, basically, Jay-Z launched his, uh, his <laughs> cannabis line, Monogram, a few months ago, right? So in Complex, Complex, I'm getting a lot of this from Complex, uh, the website or whatnot. Um, His uh, cannabis line basically launched a national drug policy awareness campaign. So that's big just because um, the laws and everything associated with cannabis Uh have changed. And there are a lot of black people black and brown people jailed now because of, you know, because of like small marijuana charges and stuff like that. And then the industry itself is not equally represented as well. So um, Jay-Z, I mean, like I obviously knew that he was going to come in and be kind of proactive about that because lately that's what he's been doing. Like with the NFL, you see more black, representation at the NFL. Um, That was a huge one when a lot of people was unsure about what he was doing. Um, So that's, that's big, big time, man, especially with cannabis being a growing industry and a lot Mm -hmm. of, everybody knows somebody who smokes weed. Um, Most people have tried it, you know, people try to say it's a gateway drug, but then, I mean, we all know is it the health benefits behind it. So um shout out to Jay-Z and his uh his new business, Monogram in the cannabis industry, man. That's huge, man. So I'm looking forward to like seeing what type of stuff they push out and what type of uh policies they try to get going and wow. stuff to kind of direct the uh the industry in a certain direction. So shout out to him about that. Um what else happened this week? Andre Day. Steve, you told us about this movie, uh, The United States versus Billy Holiday. Mm-hmm. I saw it, but I didn't pay attention to what it was until you said something about it. Um, she actually won a Golden Globe for yeah. her role in this, man. 
So that's huge, man. Yeah, Best actress. Right. <laughs> the second black woman movie. to win this award. Yeah. It, it was Whoopi Goldberg won it in 1985 with the color purple. Um, and Andre Day won it in 2021. Um, the United States version. Right. Yeah. <laughs> A very <laughs> long span of time. Um, did you you guys see the movie? I haven't watched it yet. Well, you know, I seen it because I told John, look at it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah most I definitely, know, man. man I, it's on movie, my list to watch, man. That movie um, there is uh I know look, we got a lot of movies that came out. I love the way that 2021 is popping off with all of our with telling all of these stories from uh from uh, one night in Miami to America Skin to uh even um oh, I just slipped my name uh Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah. Uh well I was gonna say that one, but I was gonna say even the uh one that uh I can't remember the name. Uh it started with an A. Antebellum. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Even that one. That's with uh uh what's her name? Janelle Monet. Yeah. yeah. Janelle Monet. Yeah. yeah. Um even with that, with all these movies that we got that's popping off for uh especially for for black folks, African American folks, for our story mm-hmm. is a is amazing. But this movie right here, I know uh I wanna, you know. I know for for a second we was like American Skin movie of the year, uh, <laughs> uh, Judas and, and uh, the Black Messiah, Judas and the Black Messiah, movie of the year. You know, uh, One Night in Miami movie of the year. But this movie here, the United States versus Billy uh, Holiday, mm-hmm. I feel like this one is movie of the year, uh, just off of how she played the role, and then. Also looking into the actual song, Strange Fruit, which is sampled in Blood on the Leaves and Kanye's uh, Kanye's mm-hmm. record. I think it's in uh, Story of OJ, a small sample, but I'm not sure. I'm mm-hmm. really not sure. But it's definitely in Blood, of, uh, Blood, on, uh, Blood on the Leaves. And the craziest thing is I've never heard the song uh, before until the, this movie. And just mm-hmm. how... Yeah. I've heard the like the Nina Simone version. <laughs> I wonder if I've heard that version. That's the not. one I think is uh is actually sampled in Blood on the Leaf. That's hmm. the one that's sampled. Okay. Yeah. And I may have, but to sit down and actually pay attention to it, the way that this movie uh actually, you know what I'm saying, depicts it and, and the whole situation that's going on with it. And I'm not going to spoil it for anyone. Please but don't. The way that it plays out it tonight it is, it's going like it is. It's deep. That's all uh-huh. I'm gonna say. It's deep, and you, you you're gonna look at things. We look at things different now, but when you look at that, you're gonna be like, "Oh man, wow, wow!" So I I love the movie. I love the movie. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna check that out. Yeah, I'm definitely either tonight or tomorrow. I'm I'm checking it out, man. No, that's gonna be like something I'm gonna have to catch up on on the weekend because I'm behind. <laughs> I haven't even seen Judas in the Black Messiah yet. Man, you way behind, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to play catch up. There's a lot of stuff to watch, man. I gotta watch Dad. I gotta watch um, the little thing about the the, the hip hop folks. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I gotta catch up on that, man. I ain't I seen that. Watch Snowfall. Like, I got a lot of stuff to catch oh, up on. Oh man. Yeah, <laughs> Don't man. Say that, man. I I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I would let that go. Uh, yeah. Another thing to put on your list, man. Coming to America Two is coming out on March fifth. I don't know if that's Thursday that's or Friday. Friday. It's Friday, oh, so yeah. I'm excited about that. Um, coming to America was a classic movie. Um, mm-hmm. And so they finally came out with a number two. I'm excited about it just because you get to see Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, re redoing some of those old classic um, roles that they played, um, like the guys from the barbershop. Those guys are so funny. Uh, I don't think I'm, Sexual Chocolate may be in there. I don't know his real name. <laughs> Randy, I think his name is Randy. But yeah. uh, he, I think he's in there, um, you know, I'm just, I know uh, Tiana Taylor is in it. Uh, Wesley Snipes is in it. Um, they bring him back uh, the old cast. So I'm excited yeah. to to see that, man. I'm probably going to watch Coming to America 1 just to be like, okay, continuation, you know? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys get a chance, man. Go check out Coming to America 2. It's coming out on uh, Amazon Prime. So um, that should be exciting as well. Um few more things, guys. Tiger Woods, as you guys probably have heard, he was in a wreck this past week. I won't mm-hmm. say last, not this weekend, but last weekend. Um, he is just now, like, responding back to the um, people, telling them thank you for um, – he appreciates the concern. It's hard to explain how touching today was when I turned on the TV and saw all the red shirts to every golfer and every fan – you're truly helping me get through this tough time. Um, he tweeted that out on February 28th. What was that, yesterday? Sunday? Yeah. So, um, as we know, Tiger Woods was in that wreck a few weeks ago. Car rolled. I think he broke his leg. Uh-huh. Something like that. Um, that's going to be a tough, tough one for him to, to bounce back from. He's had plenty of surgeries. He had surgery on his legs to, to get through this one. So, um, just praying for him a, a speedy recovery, and uh, hopefully we can get back to to some old Tiger, you know, because he put some eyes on golf, man. That usually wouldn't do it, you know, wouldn't be thinking about golf, man. So, um, a real true living legend, man. Yeah. Um, let's see what else we got, guys. Cardi B said something this week. Um. She would do a collaboration with Lizzo, but ask fans to stop pressuring her for music. Um, I ain't even read the article. I just read the title of it. I seen somewhere before where she said, like, she likes to make music on her time. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I remember after her first album, I don't even know the name of her first album. What was it? Uh, invasion of privacy. Yeah, in pro- yeah, that. After that, I was like, she has to come back with something like super good. Like she has to ride that wave. Um, and I think I was wrong. I think Cardi B is is an anomaly that she can actually come out with music when she wants to, and people are gonna listen to it. Just because um, when she came out with WAP, it uh, it was provocative. It it got people's attention with with basically the the name of the song, you know, yeah. and uh, 
this last one, her last song, Up. I think that's the name of it. Get people's uh-huh. attention with what she's saying in the song. So I personally think I was wrong when I said she needs to come out with something um, like right after that to be to be relevant in music. No, I think she's going to be relevant in music until she gets tired of being relevant in music. You know, I think it music has opened the door for her in a lot of different ways um, as far as being able to do more than just shaking a butt and uh, rapping on songs. But um, I think her relevancy in the music industry is going to be kind of longstanding um, for at least five, 10 years, man. So hmm. I can see him making a, a Snoop Dogg ass transition. Yep. <laughs> yeah. DJ Cardi, man. <laughs> and just, just continuing to be around and be beloved by everybody the community. Yeah. For being who she is. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, I'm like, there's no reason. I don't see a reason to pressure her to do music, man. Just enjoy it um when it comes, man. It's kind of like Rihanna. Like if Rihanna mm-hmm. ever came out with something, like people would did Rihanna. 3,000, 3,000 probably would be the most successful person with coming out with with music at this point because everybody is anticipating it, you know? So, I don't know. Um, that's all I got, man. Is there anything that you guys, I left out or you guys want to bring up? I want to add two things. Um, I think it was this past week. Um, I might be off on the timing, but, um, the miseducation of Lauren Hill um, was certified diamond mm. recently. It's mm-hmm. the the ninth hip hop album to be certified diamond. Um, all these damn albums, it's only nine. Right, right. <laughs> only yeah. Nine of them. It's like her, uh, the Beastie Boys, um, Outkast, Eminem. Eminem has two. And then uh, Nelly has one, and then it's two, two or three more, and then I can't think of who they are. But there's a few of them that like are on the cusp, like they got like nine million albums sold and shit. Yeah. But how many do you need? There yet. You need ten, ten million. Ten million. Yeah, I think uh, Get Rich or Die Trying is on the cusp, and then we've talked about it on the show before. Uh, Big Willie style from Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> It's like at nine million and some change. Right. Both of those albums at this point, because you know they they have to go back and count them stuff. At this yeah. point, they might be close to being diamond at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is ridiculous. But that's crazy, man. But yeah, that that's some big news, man. Uh, I think she was the first um, female hip hop. It's uh, a hard to go diamond. You said what? Let me see. It was the best-selling album of 2003, selling 12 million copies worldwide by the end of the year. It remains best-selling album with sales of 8.4 million copies in the United States and the 10th highest-selling rap album of all time in the country. Yeah, so I don't... Yeah, it's got to be 10 million in the U.S. That's oh, what okay. it is. Yeah. So what about worldwide? Worldwide don't count because it's like oh. different markets. Oh, okay. But, um, not that it don't count, but it's not how they it's not, gauge it. Yeah, yeah. they just, yeah. yeah. They just talking about here in the States. Yeah. 
but yeah, that was um, something I saw. And then something else was uh, something else to be celebrated. I mean, we talk about this nigga's consistency all the time. I saw on uh, the hip hop by the numbers um, page this week that that album that y'all was talking about from Currency mm-hmm. is his 91st official project that he has put out. This nigga mm-hmm. has put out 91 projects. Man, you talking <laughs> Just about let that shit sit in your head for a second. <laughs> this nigga has put out 91 projects, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's definitely for the love of the music. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't have guessed it. It don't feel like it. Nah, it no. don't. That's re- fucking ridiculous. That's crazy, man. <laughs> that's called work, man. Work ethic right there, man. Yeah. Especially for like the most recent ones that have been dropped and you'd be like, yeah, go check that out. Mm-hmm. Like, it's still good. 91 in. He's still doing good shit. Right. Like, it's, it's his vibe, man. Like, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Like, I really wasn't on him like like how y'all were or mm-hmm. are, you know what I'm saying? But I enjoy listen, listening to him, you know? Um, it's the vibe, man, that he gives and what he's talking about. He talk about what he likes. You know, so um, yeah, shout out to him, man. Currency doing this thing, being Mr. Consistent. Um, just a good work ethic, man. He had a song, he just did a song with uh DC Young Fly. Mm. And I th- I think that's dope just because he came on on their show and they talked about it. And then, you know, now you get to see them working together on on a song. So I think that's dope, man. Yeah. Um, Steve, did you have anything? Nope. No? Mm-hmm. <laughs> man, well, let's get into it, man. Um, so this uh February, month of February, we all celebrate Black History Month. Um, Tiny Desk took it a step further and they celebrated Black History Month this year. Like Tiny Desk usually put out uh like concerts, little small Tiny Desk concerts. Um, when COVID was not around, I guess it was a studio at NPR um, that they set up. They have a live band and a bunch of artists will come through and do a few songs. And uh, it'll be it's like an office setup that, mm-hmm. you know, people in the office will be there and, you know, enjoying the music and stuff like that. I always wanted to be one of the people in the office <laughs> to enjoy the music, man. But uh, so this month they decided, well, in February, they decided to uh, celebrate Black history with doing um, Black his- black uh, artists. Um, one thing I didn't know is that they broke it up by the weeks. So the first week was jazz. I think the second week uh, was um, R&B. Third week was hip hop. And then the fourth week was a wild card, um, just to name the artists. Um, February 2nd was Wynton Mar- Marcel- Marcellus, a jazz artist. I'm going to go back and listen to these people. Um, February 3rd, Emmanuel Wilkins. February 4th, um, Melanie Charles. And week two, we got Michelle. Can't say it. On February 8th, Michelle. I don't know, man. I can, I'm trying it, but I can't say it. Uh, February 9th, Giveon. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, February 10th, we got Kia. And those are the R&B artists. Um, February 15th, we had Rick Ross. February 16th, we had 2 Chains, And then February 17th, Ray Khalil. 
And then um, on the wild card, it was February 23rd, Barty Strange. February 24th, Sample the Great. February 25th, DeVito. And on February 26th, we had Kirk Franklin. Um, I didn't get to catch all of them, but the ones I did get to catch, man, I, I enjoyed um, so-so. It was one that I was like, ah, I can't, I can't get into it. But um, what were y'all thoughts on this series that Tiny Desk did? Like, how was the appreciation and did you guys like it? Yeah, I did like it. I like it. I always like Tiny Desk. Yeah. Uh, first of all, um, even sometimes if I'm playing Tiny Desk on YouTube and it, it'll start to just play stuff, it'll play an artist that I've never heard and I still enjoy it. Yeah. Because the, the vibe is normally just there. Um, it's perfect for people who sing. Like, it's just it's, Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's perfect for singers. Um, I, I'm betting that people who sing they put that as a goal of theirs right. at this point. It's like, I want to have a tiny desk <laughs> right, concert right. where I go in there and I vibe up. Um, take a few people who play some cool instruments and we do our thing. Um, yeah, I really did enjoy it. I liked that they had it broken up by categories, mm. um, even though I didn't um, experience it that way. I still like that they had it broken up that way. And I'd yeah. like to see in the future, I'd like to see them do this again. Yeah. Like, for a uh, month of February to celebrate some black artists. Yeah. Um man, I like I I enjoy like the tiny this like like you said, man, you get rolling with it and stuff like that. Um from uh from the Black History Month standpoint, I didn't even find out about it. I think it was like right on February first. Um me personally, I just didn't. I th- I think what I liked the most about it was there was black artists that wasn't necessarily known, but you knew what Tiny Desk was. Mm-hmm. I think what would have made it better for me personally um, was if if it was a better mix of unknown artists and known artists. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like you put, you have a little bit more known artists there you still have the same amount of unknown artists but you put a little bit more of the known artists especially in hip-hop because that's that's really the only spot that you put the known artists at everybody else i felt like well of what i knew like the r&b artists you know what i'm saying but you got two chains and rick ross and then ray khalil you know so I don't know. I think I mean, the, they had uh, Kirk Franklin on there too. Yeah, everybody but, but everybody know Kirk Franklin. <laughs> and the cool thing is, they had Kirk Franklin on the on the end. So he they ended up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Y'all be listening to all this other music, man. Let's bring God into it. Um, but he did his thing, though. He yeah. did his thing, man. So, um, just basing off of that, man, what was your favorite one that you listened to? Uh, for me, favorite one would have to be the Kirk Franklin, Kirk yeah. Franklin one. If we just talking about this week, um, it was. Although I don't think he was playing that keyboard, he definitely <laughs> wasn't playing that keyboard, bro. <laughs> bro, I had to go back and look at it. <laughs> Y'all some hating ass niggas, man. <laughs> I don't think that you know. Nah, it could he be, but he I don't think so. <laughs> but you know. Oh man! I kind of, I kind of, I was really skeptical of like, what was he gonna do? But you know, 
the uh with all the singers and amazing talent around him it was it was pretty mm-hmm. amazing to um hear uh from there i you know i kind of put a runner up with uh uh i hate i'm a butcher's name is it give yeah, it's Give me yeah, on. I, give me on. I got it. Uh, I put Give me on, man. I was able yeah. to play Give me on at dinner <laughs> with yeah. the family, and we just kind of vibed out with them as we were eating. So, uh, it was pretty cool, man. I really, really enjoyed the. I didn't listen to all of them, but the ones I did catch, I did really, really enjoy. So, yeah. what about you, uh, G? Yeah, I had to agree, man. I really enjoyed the uh, the Gibeon one because that was the first one that I saw. Yeah, um, was the the Gibeon, and I, I I made sure that I wanted to check that one out because I've been like heavy on them like stuff yeah. as of late. And I'm like, dude, cold, bro. Like, I, I just <laughs> I like dude, dude, cool as hell. He yeah. got a cool ass voice. It's different. And mm-hmm. and when I heard him come on on there and start singing, and it sounded just like the song, I was like, see, this is what I'm talking about. Like, dude, actually sound like what it sound like on the song. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I was tripping off of that. But then after that, man, that, that Kirk Franklin, it catches your attention. It's very mm-hmm. engaging. You got all them people on screen. Yeah. And and they talented, talented right. ass people. And and Kirk made sure he let you know that they was talented. He was yeah. like, we got the Grammy Award with them, such and such. <laughs> I'm like, all right, bro, we know what's up. We know y'all legit. But uh and then you got Kirk, who is just entertaining in and of himself. Right. Like just just yeah. listening to him talk, he's just an entertaining person. It's literally his talent. Like that's it. That's all he do. Um, and arrange songs for people. Um, mm-hmm. But then I guess like uh, a close third would be the two change John. I actually like yeah. the two change John a lot. I like how it kicked off um, with like kind of playing the instrumentals and then like later in it, then he brought in like the live band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's funny that you guys bring up Kirk Franklin, man. Um, for me, that was my favorite one. Me and my wife sat down and watched it and, and we were just sitting there singing, um, mm-hmm. laughing. But the thing that brought, that we talked about when it came to Kirk Franklin is how Kirk Franklin has stayed relevant basically in four decades now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the 90s uh, with Stomp just coming out with it, mm-hmm. um, you know, and from there, just taking off. And and my wife, she said, um, like, basically his his thing was he just stayed with young people. You know, mm-hmm. everybody, you know, was young around him. And uh, <laughs> she she also made the point that he only broke two artists though, David mm. and Tamala Man. Mm. I was like, I was like, Mary Mary wasn't in there with him. She was like, nah. But that's mm. that's surprising, man. Like out of all the people that have sung with him, it's yeah. only two that have really like. But did he to, break them? I, I mean, he broke when I, said, I think their I acting career. I, yeah, I was gonna say I don't think they they like it was because of Kirk. But they sung with Kirk, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. More so than and to be the type of artist that they are now, you know, um, <laughs> basically coming out with an R&B album, but gospelly, like with mm. gospel tones to it, man. It was kind of cool. But um, just Kirk Franklin is a is a another living legend that we have, and um, it was yeah, right, right, yeah. Um, <laughs> 
it's just like I'm interested to see how he will be remembered. You know what I'm saying? Um, because like, dude, it was it was like we were surprised that we had forgot about Kirk Franklin's um, tiny desk, and then it was like, oh snap, yeah. And then Steve brought up the uh, um, what was it? He ain't playing the piano. I was like, well, let me watch it again, man. <laughs> <laughs> let me watch this again, man. And and yeah, he wasn't playing it either. The, he the, he was playing, and it wasn't plugged up. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he was like seriously though, man. It was it'd be like he be talking. That make it worse. <laughs> make it worse than yeah. he, he wasn't playing the piano. <laughs> yeah. But uh, man, but no, nah, I think they did that thing with with him. Um, I want to talk about the Rick Ross because I think did you guys get to see the Rick Ross tiny yeah, desk? Yeah. Um, see you see mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Now, uh, what was this background singer doing, man? Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> he was messing up. That's what he was doing. Man. Man. Y'all talking about the one that was on the right side with the, the one pink like hair. Cisco? With the pink hair, yeah. yeah. That was not yeah. good. That was not good. No. That was not <laughs> no. good. Right, I mean, man. Like I, I was I was like, bro, like just be quiet, man. <laughs> just be quiet, man. I know you're getting paid the same, but just stay in your lane. <laughs> Stay in your lane, man. No, um, the background singers, they could have gone. They could have left it out. Yeah, he yeah. didn't need them. I don't no. think. Like, he could have played the track and it been fine. Mm-hmm. I think with somebody uh, singing. I think acoustically, if they was in a different room, I think the band would have sounded, uh, oh, well, the couple people he had there playing yeah. instruments would have sounded better. It sounded pretty noisy. Yeah, yeah, it much. did. It did. Yeah, and then, of course, the, the, um, Background singers. I feel like the back. I feel, by the time they got the Tears of Joy, which was the last song, that's when you could really hear the back the talent that the uh, yeah. two singers had. Mm-hmm. Because throughout the rest, it was like uh, they don't they don't sound well. I don't yeah. know if they were just cold or they didn't warm up or what. But by it, it was to the end. I realized. I was like, oh 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 okay. I can hear the. I can hear. His t- I can hear why he's why there. he was there. <laughs> but yeah, before that, it was like no. It's like man, they're distracting man. Mm-hmm. They didn't have powerful enough voices to be in there with no live live band. Yeah, like y'all have heard me. I think y'all have heard me gripe about live bands before, and it's like they don't. They yeah. don't know how to play to where it accentuates people's voices all the time. Like except for like gospel. Gospel is really good at that. If you go yeah, to a church, man. they know how to turn it down and still play and like accentuate, oh, okay, they're yeah. singing softly now. Yeah. Like they don't do that shit. Like hip hop band players, they don't do that. They try to come there and show you that they can play this goddamn bass <laughs> or that they can play these motherfucking drums. And it's right. like, I'm on not, these keys. <laughs> you're supposed to compliment, not drown. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's it's hard as a as a mixer though, man. Like um, you know, I do I do the mixing where well, I did the mixing for my church. Mm-hmm. And um man, just just doing a live mix, it's uh it's challenging, man, when you knowing that you got the band over here that you need to get a certain mix for, and then mm-hmm. you got the singers, and then you know, the singers will be up and down. Like yeah. one, one, you know, one song, it may be up. And then the next song, you can't hear them. And it's like, and they can't hear themselves and, you know, and stuff like that. So it's a lot to play into it. But it's it's like, I was like, dude, I would have been so frustrated with dude. I would have cut his mic off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, we're not doing this. 
<laughs> you need to get yourself together, man. Just stop it. Stop it. We're, we're about to stop. Let this man warm up or do something, man, because I know the mixer. Whoever was mixing it was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, he was super quiet. Man. Yeah. I had to, like, check a couple times to make sure he was singing. Yeah. I was like, is, is he making noise at all? Nah, he did some run. I guess they call runs when they mm-hmm. like hold the note and do so. He did something. Yeah. I was like, bro, that's uncalled for. You know you're not having a good day. Stop that, please. <laughs> when, when he sung Larry Hoover's name, I was like, no. <laughs> that, I was was like was that, that was it. That was it. That man said, like, Larry Hoover. I was like, <laughs> stop it. Like, you need nah, to let that go, bro. man. Would you please? <laughs> uh, and, and you know, going back to that actual record because that was the BMF record. Yeah, which, yeah. you know, if you have, if you don't know that record, <laughs> then you I don't know where you've been. Uh, but that's the reason why I had to go back and listen to Teflon Dunk. I was like, they they just they screwed that record up, man. I got to go listen to the original in its entirety because at, at, at a point in it, I just focused on Ross. I just said, forget it. I yes. yeah. I just yeah. focused on Ross, and I that's enjoyed it. it that way. And yeah. that's the reason why I had to go back and I was like, I just got to go listen to Ross without <laughs> this tiny desk because this yeah. just, this wasn't it. <laughs> oh, Larry Hoover. Man. I'm like, bro, no. Don't ever sing Larry Hoover's name. Oh, man, no. <laughs> <laughs> bro, it Absolutely was so crazy, not. man. I was like, goodness gracious. Dang. Like he said, don't ever sing. Don't Larry never Hoover's sing. Name. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody should have stopped Right then and cut right the music and said yeah. that. <laughs> Don't ever sing his name. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm surprised Ross, you know. I am too, bro. Ross, you know, too. got the but I'm I'm wondering if there he could hear something different from what if if it wasn't mm. portraying through it, the actual it probably broadcast. Was. It probably uh, was. Cause I do yeah. feel like the room acoustically just didn't yeah. work. And yeah. uh it seemed like there was a battle between the DJ's music and the band mm-hmm. and the backup singer. And Ross was just Ross is a is a real mm-hmm. um professional because he he got through it and he enjoyed it and he made it made it look incredible. Yeah. Uh, I just wonder like live in person, did it sound completely different? Cause we could have yeah. went there, we'd have been like, dude got some vocals, versus what we heard, and we was kind of right. like, Oh my goodness. Like, yeah, he definitely just, his his yeah. mic was up too too much. Like I would have definitely pulled. I would have pulled him down so quick. Uh, <laughs> I, like I, I would hit him with what a D. Just when they had faded their mind out, right? He wouldn't have never known, never known it, because he would have heard himself. But now, yeah. man, that sounds bad. Oh, I wonder wow. if they even did a sound check because I know most of the time to do a sound check, get your yeah. levels, and that's where they leave it. Yeah, pretty much yeah. take down the knob and be like, don't touch this knob. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm very so that's why I kind of wonder if, if it what it sounded like live versus there. Yeah. Um yeah. but I will say though, the band playing uh Aston Martin music and was uh, dope. I think they played <laughs> Maybach music too, it sounded really, really good versus yeah. you know. Man. Man, I was I was sad when they played Aston Martin music because I actually loved that song. Yeah. And um, I love Chrisette Michelle in that song. And so to hear two guys trying to do that, I was like, yes. y'all need to stop. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, y'all need to stop. <laughs> this is to not for you. Go. To hear him <laughs> sing Drake's 
part of uh, that was so bad. And I was like, he did. I was like, I can't believe you, guy. I I mean, he was trying whatever it was. I was just like, ouch. ouch, Hey, who who said somebody was like, uh, Rick Ross owed somebody a favor? And that was the favor. <laughs> he, probably was. he probably was. He was the um, favor. But at a moment, it seemed like he was like, he was into it with them. And like, even when he told him, like, like you could tell that his interaction was then was good. So I don't know. I just, yeah. what yeah. did they hear that we didn't? Cause I don't that, know. And they, 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 they had some in ears. They had to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know and Ross had it in here. Yeah, I saw it yeah. with the uh, Maybach it. Music logo yeah. on it. So <laughs> they had them in ears, man, and they probably the in ears they got themselves up to hear. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying to kind of keep on beating stuff like that. So I mean, I don't know. You know when you you don't sound good. <laughs> yeah, man. you know when you you like I'm off. I don't know. You know, um, so but that's the thing. When I saw that, when I was just like. It was hard to get through. I got through it, you know what I'm saying. But um, it was it was tough because dude was distracting. First yep. off, he had pink hair. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing, and then you know, for him to sound like me out there, it's like, damn. <laughs> that man couldn't blend in no facet of the word. Like, yeah. This man was visually distracting. Right, auditorily. <laughs> like, I'm just sitting there looking at him the whole time. I was like, like damn, good. I need to just look at Rick Ross. Right, right. right. <laughs> Rick over here having the time of his life doing yeah, the blast. Yeah, and this man over here just fucking up, man. <laughs> and at Why one point, tell that man to put a hat on, man. At one point, at the end, he walks right in front of the band, and I'm like. <laughs> bro, just walk in front of your mic stand. Like you would have been not in front of anyone but who you were supposed to be in front of. He walks right in front of the band. No, like, why are you moving, man? Just stand there and well, sing. at that point, at that point, Ross had him hyped up. And, and at that point, I could hear him. I was like, okay, now I can hear yeah. his yeah. actual voice and his singing. So whatever they yeah. did, it worked. But it's just then he walks in front of the band. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'd rather see the band than you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, but Man. hey, nevertheless, you know. Yeah. No, nah, but I, I think I think what they were doing uh was good though, man. It, with them two big artists, uh Rick Ross and then you got two chains. Um two chains jump was so dope. Yeah, I didn't like, see that one. Um <clears throat> I started the, off getting a pedicure. Right. At his shop. Yeah. Like that's why I think it's cool. Like he like Two chains bought bought up a like he got a restaurant down here. Um, I didn't know he had a nail shop down here, but he invested <laughs> in a nail shop. He do a lot of investments down here, and it's cool, you yeah. know, um, to show people that stuff, man. Um, I just think that was dope. You I don't know. know why it's funny hearing that he has a nail shop. Right, <laughs> it's just funny. It, it's right. a, it's yeah. a great investment, but man, it, it just sounds it just sounds funny, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It just sounds funny, man. But no, nah, I think that was uh that was dope, you know, and, and the mix on that was pretty good and everything like that. So mm-hmm. I don't really have no complaints about his. It was just kind of like a little nice little groove that he had going on there. Mm-hmm. Um it is one that the one that I didn't like, or it wasn't for me, and this is okay, is uh sample the grape. Mm. I probably gave it like five or uh, six minutes. 
of my time. And then I was like, nah, this one ain't for me. I had never heard of this artist or don't like they was uh talking about it in in the For the Love of Good Music group. So I was like, let me check it out. Everybody else seemed to know who this person was. Yeah, they checked it out. And I was like, nah, I don't know who this person is. And I probably would never listen to their music again. Um I don't know, man. It is it, it's just it just wasn't hitting with me. Was there one that you guys listened to that you was like, uh eh, Nah, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna just not go with this one. Or did you guys pretty much just listen to who you knew? No, I listened to by accident. I listened <laughs> to uh, the Devito, yeah. and I didn't. I didn't know who that was. Um, and it wasn't that it was bad. It was just I didn't know anything about it. So yeah. it was just background music. Yeah. Um, like I didn't. I don't think it was terrible. Right, right. Like, I, it wasn't like, I didn't have the same reaction that you did, right? Right. No, this ain't for me. No, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> have that kind of reaction. It was just like, I don't know who this is, man. I can't sing along. I don't know who it is. It, it's, it's just kind of awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Because the way that they're built up is is more of an intimate setting. So you kind of want, yep. it, it's like you want to sing along. You want to be, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, that's just kind of how it feels. Um, for me, I just only listened to the ones I knew oh, okay. at the moment, uh, except for some. Like, I didn't get to the Wiz Kid. I didn't get to Two Chains. Mm-hmm. Um, but because uh, what ended up happening for me was I kind of ended up, it let it play. I, it, it just played, and you know how it goes to the next one. Mm-hmm. So then I end up down the whole tiny desk yeah. Um, yeah. rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> so from there, I I was <laughs> at Anthony Hamilton. I was right. at I forgot he had. I was at. uh, I I found her. I listened to Summer Walkers because I didn't Mm -hmm. know Summer Walker had one. Uh I went down a whole nother rabbit hole, (laughs) and I didn't get to no one else. So, forgive me, everyone else who was on the Black History Month uh, edition of it. I'm gonna go back and check out. I'm really gonna go back and check out all of them. But yeah, I I got from Kurt to Ross to. uh, Giveon, and then boom, I was down the rabbit hole. Use this, <laughs> yeah, after that series. There's no turning back. I was after I heard Anthony, Anthony Hamilton come on, I ain't got to worry about nothing. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm here, yeah. never mind. Like I said, that, that is the perfect setting for that man, too, right? Right, yeah. that is the perfect setting perfect. for his music. Him, uh, have y'all seen the uh, the Toby Judd? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I, that joint is good. Yep. Um, yeah, his joint is really good. I've seen the crit joint. Yeah. Um, yep. I've seen what's it? I see. I think I saw the her one that you was talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I seen um, that, that one. was pretty good. I didn't expect nothing less from her. She just amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've been down that rabbit hole. <laughs> bro, I've seen like all the ones you just named. Anderson Park is probably my favorite one. I don't know if it's Pac or Pac. Is it Pac? On the beer commercial, they said Pac. Yeah. I don't I don't don't go with the beer commercial though. But like (laughs) everywhere else it sounds like they say Pac. Yeah. So it's either one. Yeah. Uh, His is is completely dope, man. Um who else? Gucci Mane. I ain't seen Um, it. Yeah, Gucci Gucci Mane. It's dope. Um, Miguel has one. I can imagine Miguel's being pretty good. And he's he's yeah. I, I don't I can't remember if he's playing a guitar or it's it's just him and a guitar. 
I think. Yeah, I see, uh, hold up. I have to check because Miguel got a very good singing voice. Man, dog, like, we saw Miguel at uh one <laughs> music fest, bro. Yeah. What a show. <laughs> uh, that nigga has a very crisp, clean ass voice. What it's a ridiculous. Show. Yeah. Uh Miguel is amazing actually. Yeah. Um <laughs> he, he's a great entertainer. Uh I'm trying to think who else is like, I, don't nah, know. like I, I gotta think about the leg drop every single time. Right. <laughs> I think of Miguel, I think of the leg drop. That's <laughs> messed up. That's that man, that's part of his identity now. Right, yeah, right. It, it, it just is what it is now. Mac so, Miller man. got one, man. That was dope. I gotta check that out. Yeah. Uh the Mac Miller one good. is it's probably my favorite one. His, that's right up his alley, too, because, like, some of his last couple albums, he got a lot of that live instrumentation on his albums anyway. Yeah. And he worked with people like Anderson Park and, um, like, CeeLo and people like yeah. that. So T-Pain right Junk. Yeah, I seen T-Pain Junk, too. Yeah. Yeah. T-Pain's is, is the most, probably, most, I say, surprising because you don't realize how good of a singer he actually right, is. Right, right, right. I think that, that was the first one I actually saw was T-Pain. Have y'all what seen the Jasmine Sullivan one? Oh, I watched that one too. I yeah. saw that today. Yeah, that one's dope. Uh, that one's dope, but it's dope. <laughs> yeah, it's dope. I think uh, when they was doing something at home, didn't, uh, what's the two girls named Chloe and Holly? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did one. I watched they theirs did too. one. I like theirs. I that one that proved out. that they could sing. I always, <laughs> I always I thought they, they could sing. sing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I know that they could I sing, but you know, they we sing. always said that, well, Tommy always said, <laughs> really, it was like, they just sound like Beyonce. They do. Uh, like, but then just, listening to that one, you could hear yeah. that they was, they was totally not yeah. Beyonce and they had they got some amazing voices. So uh, yeah. that one was uh, amazing as well. Um, and I just passed it actually. Who was who uh, was the guys? Uh what's the what's uh JID is in this group? Um uh, Earth, Earth Gang is in this group. Mm-hmm. What's the uh, what's the Earth name? Gang, uh Spillage Village. Spillage Village. They have I just want to say. Yeah. Yeah. Like all these I was like, I couldn't I ain't remember seen what that they, one. I bet that's good. That one though. I didn't know they had one. And yeah. then I came across it by accident. I was like, whoa. Spillage visit village. Mm-hmm. Hey, that was like a fucking too. super crew, bro. That was they that was when I first found out about them. Yeah, yeah they <laughs> got everything, bro. They got everything you need. They got singers. They got everything in there, bro. It's yeah. a trip. Dollar sign, Ty Dollar sign. He got one. Yeah, okay. uh, I really, really enjoyed that one as well. It's kind of a, I think a piece of it is a dedication to Mac Miller. Yeah, um, it is. So it's definitely it is. dope. Uh, yeah. Freddie Gibbs is always a favorite. I Freddie, seen that one. Freddie looked perfect there. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I think it really fits like artists who have like a niche, mm-hmm. right, uh, small following. Um, one that I was surprised was there was Burner, uh, Burner Boy. I didn't know he had one. And I was like, whoa. I remember <laughs> talking about Burner Boy a, a little while ago on one of uh, one of our mini podcasts. Yeah. Um, and I was surprised that he had one. I was like, wow. wow. So I need to go listen to that one. And, and I check think it out. Damian but, Marley got one too. Yeah, he does. Uh-huh. Yeah, who's somebody y'all would like to see on there? Where it seemed like they got everybody. Michael Jackson? No. Uh, Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I say currency, Jackson. man. Currency. I don't yeah, think currency has one. Um, I want Jay Z on it. 
even yeah. though we kind of got one that's it's just not tiny desk but you know you remember the live yeah, one the that live. jay did yeah it's kind of that but i would love to see jay on it because yeah. i think the way he would do it would be incredible zaytoven had one zaytoven yeah. come on he did Bro, I need you need Jeezy on there? Jeezy yeah. get yeah, yeah. I'm Jeezy. actually I'm actually anti-rappers doing it from here on up. Really? But, um, yeah, because <laughs> gracious. Because like, <laughs> that, that background singer nigga for Rick Ross got this kind of role. And I'm just like, I don't want to have to go through that ever again. I would like so to see Drake with away. one, man. Drake would probably be a good person yeah. to do one. Um I'd I like to Drake. see um You say you don't. You don't want I that. don't because I don't. <laughs> I don't Erica know if do. we would have. She got one. Uh, do she? She yeah. probably does have one. Yeah. I don't know how he would be. You know, like he would I, have some. You know, Drake is like, though, man. Because like, I don't, I don't know anything about him outside of his like music. Like, so I don't know how entertaining he is as an artist. Yeah. <laughs> He's. I don't know. I don't know, cause I'm I'm thinking of people who would who would um I need Missy um, Elliott. That's what I need. Oh, absolutely. I'm yeah. thinking about people who would engage yeah. with the audience there. Like the one with Summer Walker, at first I was like, I was like, oh, she doesn't look like she's happy to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the music sounded so great. But then when she spoke, she was like, I have social anxiety, so please bear with me. But I am ecstatic to be here. I just got really bad social anxiety. And that was enough for me to be like, oh, okay, I get it. Thank you for giving me that piece. Um, <laughs> and that's why I feel like I feel like Drake's music would be great there, but I feel like Drake wouldn't share shit with us. Wouldn't, wouldn't <laughs> yeah. And we'd be just, just looking at him, just be like, well, all that was great, but... Yeah, he just go through the songs and then get yeah. out of there. And then he and just leaves. Yeah, you was like, man, I'm okay. trying to think, man. Uh, they can do uh, Chris Brown if Chris he ain't got one. Chris Brown would definitely be a I nice one. Chris Brown, Bun yeah. B, I would It'd like to cool see, to see him. Scarface, I would like to see him. Dance, so, um, Devin the Dude, I would love to see Devin Ooh, the Dude with a time. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I, I would fuck with that. Yeah. <laughs> I would be like, man, y'all got to give us an hour. Come on, man. <laughs> I would want Red and Method, man, together. Red, Red and Method. Mm, yeah, I can see that. Could that be incredible? Like, didn't, didn't Wu Tang do one? Yeah, Wu Tang yeah, did. They did, they did one. one. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of some singers that man that I would want to see on there. I want to see some old school singers. Give me a pad a like bit. The Isley Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Oh hell yeah. yeah. Isley Brothers. What? Yeah. What you know, so man, yeah, nigga. Earth, wind, and fire. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know something though, man. Oh, like, that's the that's the transition from music, though. You know, like mm-hmm. like because all those guys, they would just bring the group. They wouldn't, you know, mm-hmm. that, that would be it. That they don't be, need no band. They, it's <laughs> just <laughs> them. It's the group. <laughs> we <laughs> are the band, nigga. Right. <laughs> but Shoot. but now you know it's it's we need to come in, and the music doesn't sound the same. The music sounds completely different. Now yeah. with with the band, for me it mm-hmm. sounds better. But um, you know, like those old school uh, singers and stuff, man. That's shoot, yeah, that, that sound would translate so well, man. Yeah. Like hearing like how they do those intros and stuff yeah. before yeah. they start the song. They be long as hell too. <laughs> be three minutes long, you'd be like, God damn, nigga. Man, <laughs> what song are we listening to? Man? Like, <laughs> what? All like, I gotta hear is you dropped a bomb on me. 
And you know the intro, <laughs> right. the beginning of that is just so like <laughs> just for them to do that. Mm-hmm. And then just drop that record and be like, you dropped a bomb. And, and you, man, that room would go crazy. Yeah, you it dropped would. a bomb, man. Baby. Charlie Wilson to go ham in there. I seen Charlie live too. That's experience. Yeah. I bet that was nice. That I want genuine. Tough. Give me genuine. 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 Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I don't think he just stay in the seat. <laughs> now I'm still trying to think what singers <laughs> would I want to hear on there? I can see Gene Ryan with uh, yeah, differences. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, I mean, hey. I, <laughs> I don't know why, but I think Gene Ryan get grinding on his chair. He won't stay in this seat. Oh, man, he <laughs> <laughs> hey, that is, it all go left. He just doom, doom. That? You know that's gonna be like the last song. Uh, give me Kim. Where is Kim at? Kim has one. Oh, he got one. Yeah. Shit, I need to check that out. Yeah, he yeah. got one. I just want to hear love call. <laughs> that's it. Hey, that's that one. It is. That it is really that is. one. Man. So, you know, with everyone, with all of them being, um, with us having a transition with the pandemic from having the actual layout of the tiny desk, the actual setup to them having to uh, be at home due to it. I don't want to seem, you know, seem like one's better than the other, but which one do you enjoy most? Do you enjoy that tiny desk stage setup? Yeah. Or yeah. is the ones where like they're at home in their own kind of kind of uh setup Mm-mm. better? No, I like I like the tiny desk setup just yeah. because um it's a it's a we know you came out, you went out to them. Mm-hmm to mm-hmm. do it and you're in their space and it's it's like more inviting. You know what I'm saying? Like when, when at the beginning when I was like, I wanted to be at the office that day. Yeah. That's it. That's the feeling it gives versus when they're at home, they're just at home in their own setting. They gonna made up this spectacular uh, stage to sit on. Yeah. But at the tiny desk, it's, it's literally you're at this desk. Yeah. And you're at the tiny you, desk. You're at the like tiny desk. came into your job yeah. today and just perform for you. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's like, hey, that's dope. That's dope yeah. as fuck, man. <laughs> um, um, for me, it seems like they're in the library. Because, you know, the books is behind oh, them. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I don't know if it is a library or not, but uh, it seems like they're in the library and they're just pretty much breaking the rules. Like, it's loud yeah. as shit in the it's library. Li- <laughs> like, yes. I like, like you coming too. in. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> like the, the librarian is losing her shit right now. Man. <laughs> shh, shh, shh. Like, uh-uh, uh-uh. we jamming the hell out. It's like being at college. I went to yeah. MTSU and we had yeah. this like three story, I want to say almost four. Uh, it was either three or four story library. It's huge. And it's like, we decided to take over one floor over somewhere in the corner. Like and four we, floors. Yeah. And we like, <laughs> Just hit out in the corner, got somebody to come perform, and we just broke all the rules, and it was just amazing. Yeah. Part in the library, so that that I, I think that's yeah. We had a party in the library when I was at UT. Man, we it they was had, like uh, three library years. Flash rave, yeah, it was a rave. Yeah, <laughs> Bro, I was we in crowd it, surfing and everything. Yeah, it's a video of me crowd surfing in the library, floating around <laughs> YouTube somewhere. Nah, <laughs> man, that was fun as hell. That I was so much fun, man. 
You ain't even scared that somebody gonna drop you, man. No, nah, bro. They was, they was making sure you wasn't gonna fall too. Right, like, right. No, 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 send them that way. Send them that way. I was like, these niggas for real carry. Yeah, bro. That's good. That's good. How big was y'all up there at UT? Oh, it was huge. Bro. I was huge, bro. This that was ridiculous, bro. It was like six stories. Yeah. Um, and it was just, new. It's stupid <laughs> big, bro. Like, it's stupid big. Crazy, man. <laughs> I can't remember how big ours was, but it was big enough. So, yeah. man. Um, I know when I went to uh, University of Memphis, I was like, this it? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this the library? <laughs> this it, man. That's like when I went to Austin Peay's campus and we drove by and I was like, oh. <laughs> it's an old <laughs> block. No disrespect for it, to any of them colleges. Yeah, man. No, we went no, to no we went to huge colleges, which UT right, was yeah. bigger than MTSU. But if you came to MTSU, MTSU ain't no small fry either. Yeah. Um, a lot of people trying to walk in them hills across campus. It's right, funny. Man. Them hills ain't no joke, um, <laughs> man. But I, I really appreciate what Tiny Desk is doing, man. They they give people the opportunity to play some of their music live. And by the way, I want to say Megan Thee Stallion did a tiny desk too. I seen um, it. Yeah, she yeah. did. The only way I saw that one was because they made fun of her and put, uh, <laughs> put Steve Harvey's face on her. Oh, I, yeah, that I saw that. <laughs> I've never seen the actual tiny desk, but I saw that. And yeah. that was so Bruh, was too funny. funny. <laughs> Man, but no, I, I really appreciate what uh what Tiny Desk has done with that and the music industry. Man, it's definitely a um gem that we have access to um on their YouTube and everything. Um, NPR really was thinking when they when they started doing this, man, and it goes back for a very long time, like six seven years of stuff. So, yeah. um, in your spare time when you get a chance, just if you haven't looked at it or never heard of it, go check it out, man. Tiny Desk is is just enjoyable um, through and through, man. Um, with that being said, man, um, this Black History Month with the Tiny Desk, like I said earlier, I wish they would have had more known artists with the same amount of unknown artists that they had um, just to draw more attention to what's going on. Um, but... I enjoyed it still, man, with the artists that they had. Um, Kirk Franklin was the best, like, that was the 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 best gift that they could give with Tiny Desk. Um, with the Black History Month coming to a close, or came to a close at the end of the month, um, do you feel like going forward, they should, like, at least kind of mix it in a little bit more, like, directive with um, the music artists that they bring on to the tiny desk or just kind of like whoever's hot or whoever agrees to it type of thing. Or do you think the theme tiny desk series is, is something that's going to be here for a while? I think they can continue to do how they've been doing it. Um, just kind of grabbing random people yeah. and just being like, Hey man, you want to do a, a, a Tiny Desk concert? You want to come up like, real quick, man, and do a, do a concert? And be like, sure. And they come in because it don't never be bad. Yeah. It don't ever be just like terrible yeah. where you're like, oh, what the fuck is this? It's always like a great experience to see it. So yeah. I think they should just keep on like just pulling artists, whoever's available, pull them in, let them do their thing. Yeah. Keep it moving. Yeah, I think it's a great uh, platform for 
up and coming artists as well as established artists as well as you know people who have uh who are in their prime so now nah, i think it can continue to go because it's so versatile it's easy mm-hmm. uh, i mean we haven't even mentioned like billy eilish is on there and yeah. all these other people who are who have been featured on it as well so no nah, absolutely man it can keep going it can it can do as much as it wants uh as far as the theme months i think that'll be great it adds uh something different i mean i think yeah. this month is that uh national women's, women's yeah like women's so, day is this month but mm-hmm. i don't know about the month i think it is like women's history month or something like yeah, that. yeah women's something history like that. Month. Something, something women's month. heritage month maybe. or something yeah it's a maybe. month for the women yeah. yeah, we sound uh, terrible. We yeah, sound no, awful, man. absolutely freaking Sorry. terrible. <laughs> yeah, we do. Oh, we do. Let me look this. Look, 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 I start googling. <laughs> but I think that you know, what I'm saying the thing they can utilize this. Give us all women, man. Give us and then sprinkle us. You know, sprinkle them all in. It don't matter women's all types history, of genres. Man. And I think it'll be. Uh, I just think yes. it'd be amazing. Women's History Month. There so, we go. Women's History Month. There it is. March is officially Women's History Month, so um, celebrate women in their history. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Tiny Desk Series. I want to thank you guys um, for putting on the series, and to our listeners, I want to thank you for listening to another episode of the Speaker Geekers Podcast. Um, if you haven't already, please go subscribe to the channel. Um, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so you'll know when we drop a new one and new uh, content. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Speaker Geekers Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at I am Tommy T the third. You got Steve at the great Steve O Steve and you got G at instantly underscore G. Um, yeah, man. Great conversation. Let us know what's your thoughts on this Black History Month Tiny Desk series. Let us know who you are looking forward to seeing because nine times out of ten, they are going to have a tiny desk if they don't have one already. So um, let us know in the comments. Um, yeah. You guys got anything? I need a future tiny desk. I take a plaz tiny desk. Plies singing Busted Baby to the last oh, man. man. <laughs> uh, our our, our goons. Yeah, my goons are <laughs> Man, hey. that and Shawty. Yeah. yeah. Hey, she bring T-Pain back. Bring T-Pain in there. Bring him back on there so we can hear that. Man, I want that. I think that'd be kind of cool. Like have a uh uh a co-op like yeah. type of deal where you can have, you know, say you know, it's Megan the Stallions had one like that. Like oh, she had a mean? group. Like that was the band and they were singing and stuff like that behind her. So they were actually a group that we know. Well, we don't know them, but it was well, a, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, that's what Steve was saying though. Yeah. Like, oh, just, just somebody that we know. know. I'm talking oh, about okay. say if, you know, say if uh say if um you know we had uh I'm trying like to somebody did Ooh, that though. They could do like a theme of like rappers and uh like R and B artists like need to together. Have they could do like they could do like uh who is it? Like y'all just said plies and 
T-Pain. Um, T-Pain. And then you yeah. may have like Fabulous in the Dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah, may have yeah. like a bunch of different things like that. That'd be dope, man. I watch them. I watch them with just whoever. Yeah, I'm checking it out. I'm gonna be there. <laughs> right. I'm yeah. coming to work that day, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, with that being said, man, um, I'm out. Peace. <laughs>